Hello, everybody, and welcome back for episode five of the Hard Transitions podcast. <whistles> Mostly bad news this week, I feel like. I don't know. What? I, where do we even start? Wow. Two and one. Ugh. So ends the undefeated streak. This is the beginning of the end, I think. Yeah, then fall Abby. So, yeah. I was trying to quote Julius Caesar. I can't remember. <laughs> you don't know what it is. Yeah. So as Matt said, this week wasn't as great as my two previous weeks, and I did come up a little bit short. I lost to my friend. She got 118 points. I was oh, at 91. Rough. Rough. And going into the week, I believe I was projected higher. So my main takeaway is the projections mean nothing. No, they really, they're just, I mean, they're educated guesses. Yeah. I don't think they have a ton of accuracy for the most part. No. Yeah, I would not. I would not hold them too closely. I mean, 118 points, that's a lot for I mean, she must have had a couple couple guys that really had big weeks. She had she did really well. I think she she's maybe like 1 and 2 now. So, she didn't have some great weeks before that, but I was actually surprised. She had Drew Brees got gave her 25 points. Yeah, he kind of went off, yeah. Uh, T. Coleman. Tevin Coleman, yeah, he went off. Back. He had three touchdowns on Monday night. Yeah, that was, was kind of brutal. Yeah, and Baldwin, her wide receiver, put up had 22. Nice yeah, yeah, Baldwin definitely had a nice game too. So she really came in on, um, we were like down to the wire on Monday night. I think we each had two of our like key players to mm. play on Monday night. So I woke up. Yeah, you had Matt Ryan and... Uh, Ingram, I believe. Yeah, Mark Ingram, yeah. So yeah, you guys, it was actually kind of a heads up situation where you had a quarterback and a running back and she had a quarterback and a running back. Yeah, and my guys, they did pretty well, just not good enough this week. Yeah, yeah. Ingram put up his best week of the season so far. Yeah, for sure. How does it feel to suffer your first defeat? It kind of sucks, but I don't think I really could have done too much differently. So I, I changed up. Carson Palmer, I took him out, put him on my bench, and put in Matt Ryan, which was 100% the best idea ever, because yeah, Carson good. Palmer, um, oh wow, he had four interceptions. Yeah, he played a terrible play. Wow. So he put up three points, whereas Ryan put up 19. So that I'm really glad I did that. And I did actually put in Gronk this week. Oh. So, <laughs> uh, I think... So he was questionable, and we knew he was going to have a, what was it called? A snap count. That's snap what the count. people on Twitter were saying. Yeah, so he was only anticipated to play a couple of plays. Yeah, well, I think most people probably thought it was going to be more than a couple. But... Uh, well, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I still had faith. Snap count. <laughs> he ended up playing 14 of, like, 55 possible snaps. And so, he did nothing in that yeah, he time. Had, he was only targeted, I think. I, I watched most of the game, actually, because it was pretty interesting. And, uh, yeah, he was only targeted once in the end zone. The pass wasn't very close. So, yeah, he really didn't he really didn't perform. Yeah, so he was a letdown for sure. But I, I think I'm glad I put him in so that he knows that I'm here for him, that I'm rooting for him. Just yeah, and still his confidence. I mean, the Patriots yeah. put him in for the same reasons, you know? Yeah. To kind of ease him back into the lineup, you know, and he didn't do anything for them either. So, I mean, <laughs> you're in lockstep with the Patriots as far as that goes. So, that's a good place to be. Okay. Yeah, from a management perspective. All right. Good to know. 
But my backup tight end didn't do much for me. I actually got rid of him this week. Uh, we had some creative differences both on and off the field. So oh, that's tough. Yeah, so I dropped McDonald and picked up uh, Hunter Henry this week. Hunter Henry, uh, Who, San Diego tight end. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is factually correct. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be playing in the wake of um, Antonio Gates being hurt this week, I think. Oh, okay. So he's actually the backup tight end. Yeah, I think I'm still going – Gronk is slated to play. So unless anything happens between now and Sunday afternoon, I have Gronk in again. Yeah, I think that's a good – it's probably a good idea. I don't know. And then I also did drop one other guy, Powell, and picked up someone named Washington. I don't remember what – their positions are running back Blau Paul running back for the New York Jets and then Dwayne Washington running back for the Detroit Lions I think mm. yeah running back for the Detroit Lions definitely what was the inspiration what was the impetus for picking up Dwayne Washington you told me to. <laughs> I don't think you're doing a very good job of not helping me abstaining I know I feel like really <laughs> actually invested in the success of your team. So I, I, yeah, I did give you a tip that I thought Dwayne Washington would be a pretty good pickup. Yeah, and my guys on my bench weren't great. So I think he was a good add for my flex. Yeah, he's going to be the actual starting running back in Detroit uh, moving forward probably with Amir Abdullah out for the season. And theoretic, I think, not doing very much. Yeah, Dwayne Washington had a lot of production on Sunday, so. That's the type of stuff you have to look out for, you know? You can't just look at your, your players. You have to be interested in what the other players, especially on the waivers, are doing. You know, trying to keep an eye on whose backups are doing well. And okay. I actually replaced, um, I took out D'Angelo Williams and put in Washington. Because Williams, I mean, last week the Steelers just had a terrible game. Right. And he was no exception to that. So, and since Le'Veon Bell is coming back this week. Right, I just right. kind of don't anticipate him doing too much. So, unfortunately, he was my, my star player for the first two weeks, basically. And I think I'm actually a little bit scared about the rest of the season with a, a couple of the changes I've had to make. So, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, losing a stud like D'Angelo definitely hurts. And that's pretty much, I mean, even though he's not hurt or anything, but, uh, you know, it's hard to imagine that he's going to, put up the type of production he did in the first two weeks especially with a real you know great running back like Le'Veon coming back so yeah it's it was a he was a good like band-aid for a little while I guess if you want to think of it that way but now yeah you have to kind of look other places for uh some flex options for you and especially this first this is the first week of bye weeks I don't think you have anyone on a bye week do you I don't and I was actually wondering that because I noticed that none of my guys had a bye week yet and do they does no one have a bye week in the first couple weeks? Yeah, so the first three weeks of the season, and then I think the last three weeks, or maybe even more, um, no one has bye weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why that it's I new. didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so now, yeah, from week like four until twelve, or maybe even thirteen, yeah, there's there's bye weeks every week. In some weeks, are there's more teams on a bye week than others for some reason. I don't understand why they uh arrange the schedule in, in that manner but wait how 
Like some weeks we'll have six teams oh, on a bye week. I thought you and said then, some teams have more bye weeks. Oh no, like, that doesn't no, sound fair. Yeah, that, that'd be unreasonable. <laughs> So, I mean, well, technically the Steelers have three buys because they play the Browns twice. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. There you go. Even I got that joke. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> the Browns are bad. Because the Browns are bad. Well, it, they're like one of our rivals. Yeah, the Browns are definitely one of our, um, you know, they're our, one of our division rivals for sure. Yeah. I hate when I actually say R. I mean it. The Steelers. It's one of the Steelers division rivals. I don't play for the freaking team. <laughs> and you don't even like the Steelers. No, not even that much. Not even that much. You're right. But the, the city is a rival, I would say. Yeah, I don't like Cleveland as a city. I don't so. think anyone does. Yeah. Sorry. Although they're really close to Melt, the grilled cheese place. Oh, you love that grilled cheese place. It's the best grilled cheese place. <laughs> so back, trying to get it back on track here. <laughs> really, the only other thing I wanted to talk about in terms of like players on my team was I... I was just clicking through today, like, making some moves, making sure I had everybody in that I wanted to, make sure nobody was, like, surprisingly questionable or out. And, uh... Questionable. Questionable. <laughs> Des Bryant was questionable, so I clicked on his little, like, notice thing, and it was like, Des Bryant just got fined by the Cowboys. Oh, and I was really? like, really? Let's... This sounds interesting. <laughs> some gossip here. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was he has a knee injury, and he had an MRI scheduled for... Monday morning, and he didn't show up. He just missed it. Yeah, because they had an off. The Cowboys had an off day on Monday. Right. And I guess if you're injured, you have to come in anyways to get like checked up on. Yeah. Which I find a little bit strange, and I'll get into that in a second. Then on Tuesday there was a team meeting. He didn't show. He just didn't feel like coming. Yeah, I guess. And so he eventually showed up i guess late on tuesday and then they were able to get his mri on wednesday <laughs> and so they find him for not showing up to these these meetings, meetings. Yeah. yeah it'd be a lot like it's funny because we sometimes I, I feel like people think about professional athletes differently you're like oh he just missed a meeting or whatever what's the big deal and it's like no like this is his job you know yeah it'd be the same as if i just walked into work at like noon tomorrow and missed like two meetings and was like hey guys what's up and expected nothing to happen to me you know it is kind of like a whole different world because one like we would never get fined for something like that's weird and then i also just think it's strange that i mean yeah i guess i just sort of think of this as like a game but no it's their jobs yeah and they have to show up to like predetermined events and meetings and i don't know for some reason i just found it really strange i was like oh my gosh and I think the punishment of fining is interesting as well because, like, I really don't think money means a lot to these people because they have so much of it. No, because if they published what the fine from something like that, the fine might be like ten grand, and he and Des yeah. Bryant makes like ten million dollars. That's what year. I'm saying. Like, that's not doing it. He doesn't care. Yeah, it'd be like if you had to put like a dollar in the swear jar or something like that. Exactly. You're like, or whatever. It's not meaningful at all. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a w- weird situation. But what about his his injury? What did you see oh, anything about that? So he, I took him out. He's on my bench for this week, and I mm. put in um, Alan Hearns. Okay. Who's projected to get eight points, so that seemed decent. Des Bryant is questionable, and I don't think they know yet. But it's one of those things they kept on saying he was either going to play on Sunday or he was going to be out for multiple weeks. Like it was two very <laughs> different ends of the spectrum. Like he's day by yeah. day or week by week. 
And it's like, what? How is that possible? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. But Yeah, that's a bizarre sub- set of circumstances. It's like either this injury is going to keep you out for zero games or three games. You choose. I think I'd read somewhere that he fractured his, like, kneecap, essentially. Yeah, it's something to do with the knee. I don't like knees. I don't want to talk about it. All right, we'll leave it. <laughs> yeah, so that's, you know, unfortunate circumstances there. So you've been you've been kind of punished twice now in two weeks about this questionable status. That's, that's pretty rough. Yeah, and I think that just it's kind of showing me that your bench is important because you need them a lot more often than you might think. Right, right. Yeah, and like like we already alluded to, you haven't even experienced a bye week yet, you know, so when you have to like figure out how to, you know, who to plug in for that given week, yeah, the injuries are another huge factor as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a big deal. Oh, another interesting thing I one of my coworkers was talking about today with their ad drop. So I guess he's in a league similar to yours. Like I think it's a lot of his friends, they all know each other and they have been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. And they have a maximum of, he, he thought it was like 20 or 25 transactions. So like you can only do in the entire season 20 ad drops. Yeah. And if you go over that, you have to like pay $2 per transaction to the league or to your friends basically. And it either goes to like, you know, buying drinks for the next draft or um, mm. into like the winnings. And I just thought that was hilarious. And he brought it up because I guess one of his friends was – he did like 10 ad drops just today. And he's like, oh, I think wow. this guy like forgot that he's going to have to start paying money for this. Yeah, that's a lot to do in a given week. 10's a lot. I mean, that's pretty much you turned your entire bench over. Yeah, uh, I don't know what he was doing. That's a funny idea. It's a funny way to handle it. A lot. Another way a lot of leagues do is called um, free agent budget. Mm-hmm. And so you might get like $30, like kind of like an auction draft. So you have like $30. For the season? Yeah, for the season to add drop players. And you have to bid on them each week. And it gets kind of interesting because, like, in week t- this week, actually, uh, a, a Chicago guy, Jordan Howard, looks like he's going to be the starting running back for, like, six weeks um, while Jeremy Langford's out. So, you know, if you're in one of these leagues where you have a free agent budget, like, you might want to drop, like, 10 or 15 bucks on this Jordan Howard because he's going to start for a good amount of weeks. Like, he's a pretty talented player. And uh, maybe you need a running back really bad. So, but you have to kind of figure out how to ration that money out. And then similarly, if like, say a running back, a random running back comes out of nowhere and does really well in one week, you know, you have to kind of figure out and predict like, well, do I think he's going to keep doing well? Is it worth spending all of my free agent budget on this guy? Or should I kind of conserve? Because you have to, you know, basically budget and ration out the money for the rest of the year, just in case something else happens to your team. So yeah, uh, there's a lot of interesting ways to handle waivers um, in free agency. I think the the free agent budget's one of them. I like the I don't I don't mind the transaction cap. That one seems like a fun way to do it. You know. Yeah, just uh, like use them wisely, or else you're gonna start paying money. Yeah, paying real money for them. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, I like that people get creative with it, and it is every league is completely different. Yeah, yeah, the scoring. It, it, I mean, scoring's different. How you handle free agents different. How you draft is different. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I was, like, considering an idea driving home this week of, like, would it be possible to make a um, a fantasy league where you try and draft the worst team possible instead of the best team possible? Why? <laughs> like a golf fantasy. Well, because you, once you've done all the other ways, you kind of get bored and th- try and think of goofy new ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just, like, are surprised with your wins instead of your losses. No, no, yeah. And then you just try and you, you play golf, basically, instead. 
Like, we're the lowest team rates of the week. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And there have to be all sorts of stipulations, like, you're not allowed to play injured players, you're not allowed to play players on a bye week, you know, so that you couldn't just, like, pick up a bunch of injured people oh, okay. and put up a zero. Um, you'd have to be creative with how you score your zeros. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's interesting. Just, there's obviously a lot of flaws and issues with it, but uh, I thought it'd be a funny idea. Yeah, I wonder if there's, like, online, if we could find any interesting fantasy league rules. I'm sure somebody has. Yeah, I was, um, I considered this year being a part of a a kickers and coaches fantasy football league, where the only players you drafted were kickers and coaches. How can you draft? Oh, you couldn't do that in, like, ESPN, though, right? I think ESPN lets you draft coaches, yeah. Why? I don't know. I didn't see any. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe they do it through a different website. Uh, but yeah, so basically, yeah, you draft coaches, and the coaches score points based on, like, wins and points against. I don't know what the, all the metrics are, but, like, challenges one, I think, is a, <laughs> That's funny. a point or two or something like that. I so like yeah, that. it's really low scoring, but, you know, it's kind of, yet again, just another goofy way to, to play. I like that one. Yeah. And then, actually, I was going to mention, like, one other fun thing about that, or, like, interesting thing about the questionable status. So, actually, this year is the first year they've, re- they've removed a probable status on the injury report. So, there used to be probable, questionable, doubtful, and out oh. as the different injury statuses for a player. And so, what probable meant was, like, yeah, they might have, like, something that's bugging them, but they're, like, definitely going to play. You know, mm-hmm. they have, like, a 90% chance to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then questionable was supposed to be like mm, they have like a 60 to 70 percent chance to play or something like that you know and so since this year they've removed the probable status basically any player who's probable now just gets labeled as questionable instead which makes like this questionable like this really high variance range of outcomes and possibilities yeah. it actually has made things kind of more confusing especially well from the NFL's perspective, they don't care about fan- they don't care that much about fantasy football, so mm-hmm. it's only made things more confusing for fantasy football players. But uh, yeah, that's why I think you see something with like, you know, Gronk last week, who is this, or even right now, he's questionable right now, but he's probably gonna play, but they just like have to list him as such, you know, and then we get no inkling of like whether or not his injury has gotten worse or better. Yeah, you have to, like, go in and actually look at it. Yeah. And then, depending on what site or on Twitter, like, everything's a little bit different. Right, right. People have, like, basically just different takes. I mean, because yeah. the only people that know for sure uh, whether or not he's actually going to play or not, or is the the team he plays for. Yeah. And they want to conceal the information from their opponent as much as they can. When's the deadline that they have to announce if a player is going to play? It's usually an hour before the game starts. Oh, uh, okay. That's really not a lot of time. No, no, it really isn't. It's especially annoying for, like, the 4 o'clock games or the Sunday night game or the Monday night game. If you have a player in it, like, you can't sub out then. It, like, things kind of lock. So what's, uh, what's this week look like for you? This week is not looking too great. I don't have my by-player projections for some reason, but as you said, who really cares? But with the changes I made today, I'm projected at 89 points, and my opponent, who sits next to me at work, is projected at 97. So, I don't know. And I don't actually recognize any of the players on his team at all. I mean, is that anything new for you? It's a little new. (laughs) I mean, I guess I don't recognize 
oh no i was about to say i don't recognize some of my own players because <laughs> i made some changes but right i guess gordon's been in Gor- i mean gordon yeah he hasn't done much for me this season because i don't i forgot about him melvin gordon yeah he's been pretty good he should be he should do really well this week actually oh, okay well that's good because i think i'm gonna need it yeah. they have rivers quarterback johnson and blount running blount? backs blount oh blount there's an o-u b-l-o-u-n-t yeah. silent o-u well no you need one of them silent oh <laughs> uh yeah Legarrett blount he plays for the patriots what's a no is it buffalo nope new england yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> like i'm pretty sure there's he's been playing against buffalo yeah 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 Wait, who, what Johnson do they have at running back? D. Johnson, Arizona. Oh, okay, David Johnson. He's really good. Mm. And then Robinson, wide receiver, Jacksonville. Ooh. Tate, wide receiver, Detroit. Nice. And then Clay, their tight end on, from Buffalo. Charles Clay, yeah. Charles Clay. Um, yeah, it's not too bad of a lineup. I think I think you could be competitive with that against them. I mean, they really, they have a couple stud running backs, uh, but... Yeah, I just need to get a little bit lucky and hope that my the guys I put in do well. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, the I think guys. maybe you got to watch them a little bit more and cheer for them. They usually respond well to that. Well, yeah, I guess I we couldn't do that this weekend. We were out of town, so I wasn't able to watch and root for your guys. That was the pro. That's the problem. That was it. That was the key key issue. Well, you live and you learn. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, you take that back this week did you know there's a game in london i, f- I forgot to mention this oh week. again they've done that before yeah so it starts at like nine in the morning on sunday isn't that to get it more popular in the uk or in europe yeah and i'm pretty sure it's not working well we keep sending like the worst two teams possible over who's going i think jacksonville jacksonville always seems to be the team that goes over which is funny because like jacksonville is like a consummate pretty bad football team and then I can't remember who they're playing. Where do they play? Like what arena? Barcus. Do they have to? <laughs> do they have to make a football field for one day? No, they'll play on like a soccer field and they'll just like transform it to the football field. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, they're playing the Colts, which is like just a miserable football game. Wembley Stadium in London. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wembley Stadium. It starts at nine thirty a.m. on Sunday. Wait, I want to get a picture of Wembley. Oh, Ed Sheeran played there. What? Cool. <laughs> but it's a really big state. It's like a big deal. That's, oh, okay. a, that's a famous one. There it is, Wembley. It's a soccer stadium for anyone who doesn't want to look at it. <laughs> and they also have concerts there. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. I always think it's funny that I don't think there has I don't think they've sent over once like a good football game. So people joke that like. Yeah, we're trying to get them interested in football by sending them the worst two teams possible. Yeah, well, I don't understand that. Yeah. Well, they just make this. Oh, you can't type football in because it's soccer. (laughs) (laughs) American football. There we go. Well, that's that. Do you have anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right. Well, um, thanks again, everyone, for listening. You know, send Abby some luck this week. Hopefully, you know, she can right the ship and get back get back on the winning trail and maybe start turning into a streak or something so uh yeah thanks again for listening thanks for the time and uh we'll talk to you later bye guys